Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT. Thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery with your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. FM Riverside and 1050 AM Palm Springs. All the way from Brazil, we've got a special guest, uh, Mariana Van Zeller from National Geographic Channel Explorer. Um, How are you doing today, Mariana? I'm good. I'm very good. It's uh, a nice and sunny day down here in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, good, good, because it's cloudy up here. Um, (laughs) So now um, you've got a a fascinating episode coming up on Explorer on Monday, December 10th, and you're kind of dealing with um, space. And now you have the Flat Earth Society joining you um, that day? Yes, we did a report about the growing movement, which is the Flat Earth Movement, which is uh, you know, a fast-growing movement of people who believe that the Earth is flat. And, uh, you know, right now it's about 2% of the American population, which may seem like it's a small number, but that's actually over 6 million Americans who currently believe uh, the Earth is flat. And, uh, you know, we spent uh, some time, uh, several days, with this, with this movement and also with groups, with a group that was trying to actually disprove this movement by doing simple tests to show that, in fact, the Earth was round. And we all met in the Salton Sea in California, where there was a showdown between the flat earthers and the round earthers. And uh, that's all in, in our report for Explorer. Mm. Well, how, how does, uh, you know, because we had, uh, I don't know, I think Mark Sargent on a couple of years back, and he was from that group. Um yes. How does how does one um, find themselves believing in something without 
any scientific reality behind them. No, Mark Sargent was actually the main person that we interviewed in our report as well and that we spent time with. Um, you know, that was a question that I had. And if you spent time with Mark Sargent, he used to be, he used to be, he uh, was a game designing, online game designer, and he's had other professions before. And after spending some time with him, you know, I went into this story thinking that uh, I wasn't sure if it was an actual story. Why are we spending time doing a report about a group that, you know, again, is not, uh, what, what is the importance behind this group? But after actually spending time with them and reading all about them, you realize that it's important because it is a growing movement. And there are more and more Americans who believe that the earth is flat and because, unfortunately, we live at a time where there's a sort of disbelief and an attack on science. Um, and that's dangerous, and that's dangerous for many reasons. So when actually spending time with Mark Sargent, he, uh, he, he, I already went thinking, uh, you know, this guy is, uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about him, but actually spending time with him, you realize he's very articulate. And uh, mm-hmm. he's not, you know, just a, a, he, he knows, he talks, about stuff in a way that it makes you feel like he knows the stuff, except when he starts talking about science <laughs> or the lack of science that he believes in. And and then there was a point where I actually asked him, Mark, do you really believe in this? Because you get a sense at some point, uh, do they really believe this? Or does a person, even though the people that follow him, I think, believe him, uh, I'm, I wasn't sure at one point whether he actually believed it or he just likes to have you know, over 2 million Americans who, who are fans of his. And, um, you know, that was my main, my main question to him. Do you really believe this stuff? Uh, and, uh, and he says, and he says he does. He believes it. He's convinced that we're all wrong and that there's this huge conspiracy and everyone is in on it. Um, the government, NASA, everyone's in on it, international governments, and they're all trying to prove to us that the world is round when in fact, it's flat. Um, you know, the big question that I had was, why then? I mean, why why don't they just tell, what do we have to gain? And that's where it gets a little muddy for him because he says he's not sure that there's a higher authority. And I'm sure if it's a religious authority or not, but there's a higher, higher authority that, um, that doesn't, that, that wants the world to be this sort of planetarium um, structure instead of a uh, of like showing us that the world is actually flat. So it's all, it's all a little, a little, it sounds all a little crazy, but it is nonetheless an important report because as I said, it's, you know, it starts getting dangerous to science. Uh, when people start disbelieving science, you know, scientists, it cures people, science saves people. Every day we, we science saves people's lives every single day. And once we start disbelieving it, um, and once the gut is, more and more people start disbelieving science, then the government then starts possibly acting on the people who disbelieve of science, and then funds can be cut, and so on and so forth. So it is, it is dangerous. Well, in the long term, um, but Maria, what do you attribute the sudden, I mean, to me, it, this seems like a sudden, a sudden belief in, in the flat earth uh, theory. And, and, and here's their excuse, because like, like Al said, we've interviewed Mark Sargent, and I've interviewed several other flat earthers. And, you know, like you said, it flies in the face of science, because we've sent satellites, we've sent rockets, we've, we've sent, you know, telescopes to Hubble, 
we we sent everything up there, and it shows a exactly. a, a, a round Earth. You know, it, it, it's it's an orb, it's a sphere. But their answer to that is it's all fake. So how do you argue against that? Yeah, you're right. You know, I think the easiest way to approach it sometimes and the way that uh, my preconceived idea about these people was, you know, they're just silly and they're willing to be ignorant and they're ignorant. But then once you actually get there and spend time with some people, I think it's our job as journalists and I would like to think that it's our job as human beings to try to really understand the other person and not immediately criticize them. And that's what I try to do in this report, spending time with a lot of young people. I spoke to a lot of young people, which actually I was surprised by how many young people are joining this movement. And so I spoke to a lot of 26, 27-year-olds, uh, you know, with college degrees, educated, and, uh, and I wanted to know why do they believe this. And I think for a lot of people it's this sort of sense of purpose. Um, if we all believe that the world is round and uh, that, you know, you can die at any moment and there's no real reason behind it, that all things happen all around us and there's no real reason, it's, it's difficult to live. But if in their case they believe that the world is flat and that we're all being controlled by this higher power and it's the higher power that decides everything that happens in our lives, then for them gives them a certain more reason. I, that, that's what I was told again and again, is this idea of purpose, um, which is, is for me strange again, because if you, per, you know, you gain purpose by believing that you have a certain responsibility in your actions and, uh, and that you're not at the mercy of some, um, you know, unknown uh, power. Um, it, it's, yeah, it, it was fascinating to me. It was really fascinating because I think, yeah, initially you always think I'm going to criticize them, but then spending time, you also want to understand why they believe in what they do. And, yeah, yeah. it's really fascinating stuff. Well, you know, we always celebrate the celebrities, you know, pardon the pun there. And, you know, if it was just a bunch of average folks, and I'm not saying this in a demeaning manner, if it was just a bunch of average people that believed this theory, it would be one thing. But, I mean, there are celebrities that are getting on board with this. So do let's go back to your original question to Mr. Sargent. Do you really believe this, or are you just doing this to be faddish? Because the fad today is to be kind of, you know, rebellious or, or counterthought or counterculture. You know, do, do you think that this is a true movement, or is this just counterculture? Exactly. That's, that's that's what I was trying to get at with him. I was really trying to understand at what point would he just, uh, you know, maybe he mentioned this idea and then realized, wow, I can get a lot of people to follow me if I continue saying this. Um, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, mistrust in the government. Uh, right now, you know, not just in the American government, all around the world, we're seeing this the global phenomenon. There's mistrust in the government. But this is just so much more than that. It's not just the government. It's not that just they're not trusting the government or politicians. They're, again, trying, it's not, not trusting hundreds and hundreds of years of uh, scientific evidence and, and all the consequences that can come of that. And, uh, you know, that's where it starts getting really, really, really dangerous. And that's what I was trying to ask them. But you see, especially my sergeant, 
Don't you see your responsibility in this? As the leader of this movement, or one of the leaders of this movement, you have enormous responsibility that you have. Um, but again, he, his, his answer to me was that he thinks this is actually going to bring in an enlightenment period, or perhaps chaos. He's unsure. It's either an enlightenment period, or maybe people will start, start fighting, and uh, there's going to be a, a world war over this um, and who knows who's going to come out and talk. Well, it sounds to me like he went to the University of Google. Uh, you know, uh, most <laughs> it's, it's, it's true, because most of the younger people nowadays have this idea, you know, um, they, they don't have a, a proper education in science. They don't take expert advice. They would rather go on Google and question their doctor. They'll tell their doctor what drugs that they decide to need. They, they tell people, like, mm-hmm. but Google is not knowledge. Like, you can get answers, but it's not knowledge. Like, they don't have the experience. So uh, it just frustrates me that um, they take this so far. Uh, what's his plan with the group? Like, what do they plan on doing next? Like, where where are they going with this? Yeah, they're holding uh, they're holding uh, meetings all around the country. The one that I went to was just outside of Los Angeles, and it was well attended. I mean, it was better attended than I thought it was going to be. It was about I think two hundred people or so, and it hadn't been sort of planned a lot of time ahead. I think it was just a couple of weeks. And they just posted it out there, and suddenly, you know, over two, over 100 people showed up at this barbecue, and they were all wearing, or a lot of them were wearing flat earth uh, T-shirts, and they brought a, uh, uh, which was an incredible moment that you actually see in their report. They bring, they brought this uh, this thing that they unveiled, which is uh, a structure of how they believe, uh, of how they believe the Earth is. So it's sort of this, it's flat, and then there's this sort of planetarium with uh, glass around it. And uh, <laughs> then... Kind of like, like, like an architecture model. Yeah, it's exactly like an architecture. And they unveiled it. And they unveiled it to the clapping and uh, cheering of everyone, of the whole crowd, and everybody was staring at it and wondering, seeing how beautiful this earth that they believe in looks like. And again, we can, you know, we can make fun of them, dismiss them, but I don't think that we should, because you know it's 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 a growing movement, um, and it's a dangerous one, I believe. Now, Maria, now we have said this now for the last few minutes that this is dangerous to science, and Al brings up a very very valid point that you know in the digital age, in the millennial and you know Gen Z, whatever we are now, um, we tend to trust what we see online. But really, what is the threat to hard science? Because science thus far has been able to knock down just about any uneducated argument we have by proving the facts. Is this really a danger or is this one of those things that's, ah, it's cool now, but it's really going to go away? I think conspiracy theories are always dangerous, especially when they start gaining ground. We spoke to an astrophysicist and who's, you know, who we, we asked him point blank about that. Why, why exactly do you think this is dangerous for science? And what he said is that, you know, by, by dismissing science and by not believing in science, again, the idea that science saves people's lives every day, science enlightens them, and science brings 
progress and and as evolving as uh, human beings. Um, and by dismissing it and not believing in it, we're really sort of going back into the dark ages. And I think the fear is that in the long run, uh, if more and more people start believing it, so that then there's, you know, pub- public outcry and then the governments start acting according to what the people or a large group of people believe in, and perhaps it's cutting funding. I mean, we've already seen what the anti-vaccination movement has done. You know, that's right there. It's not, not believing in people that don't believe in science and many mothers who concern mothers. You know, I'm not, again, I try to approach it with understanding. I just think it's, uh, in many cases, just ignorance or being given wrong, you know, the Google, the Googling effect, wrong facts, but it's people not vaccinating their kids and then seeing a huge spike in measles, mumps, and rubella when we thought, you know, measles, when we've, we've known that, uh, you know, years ago before there were vaccines, people were dying, kids were dying, and now so it's like we've gone back 50, 60 years to this belief that vaccinations are bad, and then again, we're having these huge spikes all over the world of, of, of measles that are incredibly dangerous. So there are actually true real effects. Um, you know, and in, in some cases, um, they're already happening. Uh, and the fear for, for what the astrophysicists told us about, the fear is what, what in the long run, what, what harm can this actually do? And he believes it can be very harmful. So let, let's get into the science of it. Um, in your research, you know, counter to what the flat earthers have said, because they're able to provide facts and figures that are quite honestly to me I, I tried to make sense of it but um you know it sounded very sciencey you know they were able to give measurements and you know i explained you know okay if a ship is coming towards you you're able to see the sails then you're seeing the second sails then you're seeing the ship so you know <laughs> yeah, that proves right. the, hor- the horizon theory that's old science no, no, Kevin, you're wrong because, you know, 32 degrees, 47. Uh, oh, my God. Ah, my head's going to explode. So uh, how, you know, how do you funny, counter that? Yeah, they didn't do it. That was exactly the experiment that this group that we spent time with that was trying to. It's a group, basically, that tries to prove to uh, conspiracy theorists like the Flat Earthers that they are... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wrong. And so we went to the Salton Sea, which is the largest lake in California. And spent, and what they did, they did exactly that experiment where they put a little small sailboat with a sail and it had stripes, riot red and green and white stripes. And uh, this is all in our report. And you see the the, chip, the little sailboat starts going out into the horizon to the other side of the lake, and you start seeing the the lines dropping. And then suddenly you go from seeing four lines, four stripes, to only seeing one stripe. And the group that was trying to disprove this flat Earth movement was saying that here it is. This is proof that the world is flat, flat around. But the group, the flat earthers, and Mark Sargent was there. What they were seeing, saying was that that was a heat. It was sort of a heat wave effect. They didn't even talk to us about numbers or facts. There was actually never any facts spoken. And the facts that we heard of um, were sort of silly. There was, uh, you know, this person also told us how they know that the earth is, is flat because they got up on a plane and they couldn't see the curve of the earth. So they were sure, you know, that the earth is is flat because of that. And yeah, and again, in this, in this experiment that we did, it was this idea of there's a wave, a heat wave, and so that's what's uh, not allowing us to see the bottom stripes. Which is, you know, I mean, it, it's sometimes how can you argue with crazy, right? Now I have been up in C-130s, and I've been up in choppers, and, and I've been up in some planes that have gone quite a ways up, and, and I see the curvature, but how did, they, how did they explain that to you when you personally have been, well, let's say I, I'm traveling from oh, Orlando to Los Angeles, and we go 36,000 feet, and I see the curvature. And, you know, now, how did they explain that to you and convince you against your own eyes that, that this is wrong. 
I, I truly think that in some of these cases, and uh, especially Mark Sargent, that again is the leader of this group, and that has, I think, a lot more responsibility for this and for some of the things that he says, is that no matter what you put in front of him, uh, he's going to continue to believe that the earth is round, is flat, sorry. Um, and, you know, I, I had this, we spent three whole days with him and again talking, uh, asking all these questions and he just doesn't, he doesn't move from that belief. And he showed him, they had an experiment right in front of his eyes, it was recorded, he showed the stripes of the boat going down, 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 probably until it disappeared. And he chose to believe it was a heat wave. So I'm sure you'll have some sort of explanation as to why uh, he actually says from some of the other people that we saw in the group that they don't see any curvature of the earth when they go up on planes. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, against, <laughs> I mean, uh, against everything obvious. Yeah. So, yeah. What, so did did they argue scripture with you? Be, be, because no, uh, I, I know Al. I expected that, but but that is always their their fallback, and, and I understand that because it speaks to a core belief, you know, that the earth is founded on four pillars, and you know, you've got the firmament, and and I, I'm not going to bore everybody with the you know with this, but. You know, how do you fight a core belief such as scripture or, or, or the religious beliefs? Do you mean if I ask them about that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. And Mark Sargent, um, because when he was talking about a higher power, I asked him if it was a religious higher power. And his answer is he's unsure. He doesn't know. Um, but that there's definitely a higher power. And uh, then I asked him if it was uh, aliens that he was believing is that we talking about aliens and again I think the idea is that it's, we're unsure but that it's much bigger than any authority and any presidents on earth it's this higher higher power that's controlling us all and it's a little bit like like that Jim Carrey movie that name is escaping me right now where uh, the, um, the Truman Show the Truman yeah, Show the Truman yes show. So yes that's exactly it that's exactly it he actually mentioned the Truman Show more than once um, as his idea of this, you know, that there's this higher power we're pulling the strings and we're all operating according to this this person or to these people, I'm not sure. But yeah, yes. there's no no real clarity of whether they're aliens or religious figures. Now, now, you know, the landing on the moon is their first cause of disbelief of it all. They don't believe in that. Okay, uh, so Mars is just one more thing, uh, this uh, higher authority to, you know, suppress the fact uh, that the Earth is flat. And once in a while, they have to sort of show, you know, send us these bones or these these, uh, these things to prove to us that the Earth is, uh, is round. So we never believe that the Earth is flat. And that's, I think that's the idea behind it all. So now they believe we're under a dome, don't they? Yes. Yes, it's a uh, it's a dome again, very similar to the to the Jim Carrey movie. Um, <laughs> yes, the Truman Show. Well, so, so the, and there's the dome. And the, go ahead. I was just going to say, so where are the satellites under the dome? Uh, so they don't believe in. I don't think that they don't believe in satellites. Uh, oh. I believe, and I might not be correct on this, but I think they don't believe in satellites. Uh, they again, I asked them about cell phone technology, for example. 
And uh, what they think is that there's, yes, there's a dome. And uh, the reason why sometimes it's the day and on the other side of the earth and it's, uh, you know, the night, it's not because of the rotation of the earth. It is because the powers, these higher powers, are, you know, purposely shining lights on one side of the earth, and that's daytime, and then keeping the other side of the earth dark, and that's nighttime. But it has nothing to do with the sun, and uh, they also believe that the stars are sort of drawings, practically, put up on this on this dome, or or shining from this higher power that shines these these uh, these stars, so that we believe that there are stars out. They don't believe space exists. Uh, so you know, so that if you don't believe in space, then you don't believe in. Uh, then there's not a lot that you can argue with them because everything you do, they just say it's a higher authority, right? Hillary did it. <laughs> there you go. Mueller's going to get to the Mueller's going to get to the truth. Yeah. Mueller will do it. It's the deep state. Well, so they, they must believe in aliens then, or something, um, or I guess not. I guess there's no UFOs then. They're not sure if it's aliens are or or a god or such a religious figure. Uh, at least Mark Sargent doesn't. Uh, some of the younger people that I spoke to in the movement uh, did believe, thought of it again and more sort of there's a purpose for this. And so for them, it sounded more like a religious belief. Uh, but Mark Sargent kept saying that he doesn't know if it's a god or if it's an alien. He just talked about it as a higher authority figure. So what was your impression of, like, what, what is it that uh, we need to do um, in society to help um, bring us together? Like, how, how do we, like, okay, so we obviously believe in science, and we're sort of followers of that. They don't, or they think it's a conspiracy, something else going on. So how are we going to be able to mend this, uh, make it right so that we're all on the same right. wavelength? Yeah, that's a very good question. You know, I think that dismissing them is not the right thing to do. I think that calling them stupid and ignorant and dumb is definitely not the right thing to do. I think in a lot of cases it's communication. And, uh, you know, that's what we try to do with our stories. We try to go out there with an open mind and try to listen to them and try to understand why it is they believe what they do. Of course, by an open mind, I don't mean let's try and see if they can prove to us that we're just class, because I know they can't, but it's to try and understand why is it. What takes a person, you know, a, 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 a smart person with, uh, with so much to lose to actually, because a lot of these people are actually shunned by their friends and family when they start believing uh, that the earth is flat or in any of these conspiracy theories. So why is it? And, I, you know, and again, a lot of these young people, it was sort of a sense of purpose, and it's having charismatic uh, leaders for them, in this case, Mark Sargent, and really wanting to believe in this person that's charismatic and that, you know, tells them all sorts of tales, in my belief. But, um, and, and, but I, I think it's important to inform, to keep informing people, and that's why I'm so proud about the place that I work at, which is National Geographic, the science-based organization, and I think our goal number one is to inform people um, and so keep informing people keep telling them um, the truth and but also try to communicate with them and try to understand what's at the bottom of it I think that's very important I think we lost a little bit of that um, you know and in the media and on television we see that 
in radio, we see that, that there's just a lot of fighting, a lot of shouting, and uh, not a lot of uh, not a lot of empathy, not a lot of communication. Um, and I think if you go back to actually communicating and approaching things with more of an open heart and an open mind, uh, we'll get much further as a society. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and we had Mark on, and I agreed. We were pretty pretty nice to him and listened and all that. And mm-hmm. um, I just, he just didn't convince me. That's all. <laughs> I agree. I mean, he didn't even convince me that he believed in it himself, which is why I asked him repeatedly, do you really believe this? Because it's, it, it is so incredible to think that the guy that's smart, articulate, and says this kind of stuff that comes out of his mouth is crazy and the fact that he's having huge effects on lots of people. Um, so yeah, but but he keeps on insisting that he does. Um, but again, but it's uh, it's important to hear him out and to try and understand why it is and why people are following his beliefs. Do you feel like when you were with them, um, it, 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 did you feel it was like a cult sort of feeling in the group? When they when they follow him, is it does it feel like kind of like the the Jim Jones thing? You know, like people. Or really believe in him, and they just don't listen to anything else, kind of. Uh oh. No, actually, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say okay. um, because he's not the sole leader of this movement. There's others. He's just one person that a lot of people that has a, a, a strong online presence, and uh, so because of that, uh, people sort of believe what he says. But I, I wouldn't call it cultish at all. Uh, there were a lot of young people there who were doing live blocks from their phone as they were unveiling this big massing uh, structure. When they were doing the experiments, there were people doing live feeds on Facebook. And uh, and that, I think more the idea in dissemination, they want as many people uh, as possible to, you know, they want to spread their message to as many people as possible. Um, and it's not so much let's respect this guy and do everything he says. It's more let's sort of... Uh, you know, uh, try to make this group and as bigger as we can and get more and more people to join our movement. Yeah, pretty amazing. I, and, you know, and I'm not saying that cult thing as in like trying to be negative, but just like with charisma and stuff, like I just wonder how young people follow through with this. Like uh, where do you learn it is what I'm saying. Like where do, where, where do I learn that the earth is flat? Like they're not teaching that at school. So, just, oh, especially, yeah. yeah, well, especially with celebrities getting on board with this. Now, that's where it will really take off, and that's where I feel that it will really take on occultic proportions. Because, I mean, call me crazy, I, I, I'm not into the celebrity movement, but a lot of a, a lot of the youngsters, a lot of the new generations. Put a lot of faith into what celebrities say. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the people we spoke to found out about it uh, through a friend or by searching online about things, uh, whether it's, you know, they heard somebody tell them that 9-11 was orchestrated by the government, so they decided to do a search online, online, and then they came across this much bigger thing for them, which was a fear, oh my God, it's not round, it isn't really flat. Uh, and then they decided to change their lives and sort of really become, um, you know, involved in this movement and trying to spread the word. Um, so it was a lot more of that. I do, I, 
Yes, I was expecting more of sort of that celebrity factor. I can't remember the name of the basketball player that came out believing in the flat earth. Um, and I, you know, people said that he had a lot of, uh, a lot of people followed him after that. But I, I didn't hear much of that. I heard mostly it was a friend. It was an online search. There's a lot of it written online. And again, if it's online, uh, you know, it has to be true. Um, and it really opened my eyes to read all this stuff online. Um, so yeah, I heard a lot of that. Well, Mariana, we are quickly, quickly running out of time. I mean, my God, this is a whole other show, isn't it? It's really fascinating stuff. Absolutely. I mean, and we've just kind of really kind of just scraped the surface. We haven't really got down into the you know, the, the measurements, you know, the 36 degrees and 47 degrees of curvature, blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, <laughs> and, and now, now that's what almost got me convinced. I'm not quite there yet, <laughs> but, but I am the more naive between me and Al. But now what's, so what's next for you? I mean, where are you going to take this? Uh, well, you know, uh, Explore is the show that I'm, that this story is on. It's, uh, airs on Monday nights at 9, uh, 10, 9 central on National Geographic. And we do stories, uh, from all over the world. Uh, I did a story about the, uh, smuggling tunnels in Gaza. Uh, I did a story about, uh, a, uh, cloning of horses. Um, this story about the flat earth movement. Um, and it's, you know, assortment of incredible death stories from around the world. And I'm actually currently in Brazil doing a story about gun smuggling and uh, gun trafficking here in Brazil, uh, which actually has me having to go right now because uh, we've got a call from the police and they're doing a big operation, which is starting soon. So that's where I'm heading right now. Oh, oh, goodness. Okay, well, our guest today has been... Mariana Van Zeller, and we've been talking today about the flat earth theories. Mariana, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank and you, we're going to let you go so you can go off to your raid. And... But, 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 but thank Great. you. Thank you so much for joining thank us on so the House of Mystery. To find out more about our show, guests, or to listen to past shows from our archive, please go to www.houseofmysteryradio.com. Show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.